why every time I type in Google Charmed CW, it pops up the old Charmed. It is irritating. I can understand the disrespect if this was one season, but we're into season four. Who is out there still being petty? You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another episode of Charmed Season 3, Episode 2, Someone's Going to Die. I am going to rewatch this episode and take shots every time they say someone's going to die. And we're going to see how drunk I will get. I bet it will be significantly because I heard it a significant amount of times. This episode was written by Jeffrey Lieber and Harry Williams, directed by Minhaj Huda, who is 53 from Bangladesh and is fine. My thirst for older men is coming back. I gave this episode an 8.2 out of 10. I think this was supposed to be a finale. I'm not sure. I haven't been on the interwebs looking at anything because I have been bogged down with a head cold. I probably, I don't know how I sound. I think I'm okay, but I've been feeling like shit. Thank you for all the well wishes online. I did see those and I've been trolling around the expanse page, but when it comes to charmed, I didn't want to be spoiled anything. So I didn't see if this was the penultimate or the finale episode that was supposed to premiere last season, but here we are. It wasn't bad. I would just think with two writers on the same episode, they would, I don't know, look at each other's work, maybe. (laughs) Because I feel that's what happens. And the CW is notorious for it. They do not. I'm not sure what their process is, but it feels as if they say, you do episode 12, you 13. They don't have a writer's room that talk to each other. They have a writer's room that are dulled out what they're supposed to do and everyone's kind of working in their own corner i think that with um wallace on the flash that he is doing a better job of trying to make sure his writer's room is communicating with each other so that you don't have things like over repetitive dialogue or things that don't really make sense and i'm just i don't know i'm always puzzled by this and it is because I've seen shows where, like Michael Hurst, he's he wrote the first three seasons of Vikings, and it's one of the most consistent storytelling. The people who who uh, write dark, a lot of other shows where it's only one or two single minds, and even if it's not one or two, they are definitely looking and seeing behind them. That's what great scripts are, and you can tell the tightness between those and cohesive writer room versus non-cohesive writer's rooms and that's what I'm kind of just getting at and as someone who's reviewing and taking notes I'm going to notice these little things and nitpicks and and um you know maybe something the casual viewer may not pick up as their enjoyment of the experience but I'm also enjoying it but analyzing it it's disappointing because I'm taken out of the moment but as I stated I thoroughly enjoyed most of what I saw. 
just some nitpicks once we get into the recap which we're gonna do right now because i have like a whole backlog of fucking shows i gotta do that sounded rather more harsh than i intended it to it's i hate being sick i just hate it i hate that it throws off my schedule and thus i'm playing catch up and uh there's that i can hear some of y'all in the back right now being like it's not like you ain't sometimes days behind yes that's true let's get into this recap maggie with them bright ass blue nails is picking up objects sitting on her bed and she gets a vision what i didn't know it was the day's events of the charm ones it includes jordan i did love the camera effect and she screams out so mel and macy come to see what's up and it's the pieces from the pad that she was investigating on her bed and they ask, what did you see? And she says, someone's going to die today. No! At safe space in the command center, the sisters open the portal to where the guardian and her tree is. She also saw this in her vision, but nobody's home. And the only clarity on who's going to die is that they're going to die. Maggie wonders if today is the day that the power of three is ended by the sisterhood but i'm like the stakes aren't high enough and it's episode two then candace mcclair shows up in embrace and i'm like yes queen yes and then i was like anastasia duala was absolutely and utterly screwed over in battlestar galactica so please give her a bigger role in charm just so i can see her more often because i do really like the actress it's just unfortunate that her career did not go the way in which katie sackoff has who in my opinion is overrated yeah i said it and then we find out that this may be indeed the day when she tells them she has sensed a shift in the balance in the magical world and macy's like yeah that's why we're here humans have magic and she takes the news rather well only saying so I guess the conqueror has risen. Maggie's like, what the hell did you just say? Mel fills her in that Harry had a talk with Celeste and told her all about it. Conquerors, AKA white folks, I mean humans, have been trying to steal magic for centuries. So this ain't her first rodeo, which explains the chill. And that only the charm ones have stood in the conqueror's way. Macy's like, oh, it's Vivian. And Maggie's like, or Julian. Why am I still getting hate? Quite frankly, when I saw the episode title, I was like, it better be Julian that dies. I didn't know I was going to get a two for one deal. The Guardian further explains if a human touches the black amber, it will poison the magical world and destroy the balance on Earth. Something no one kept in the back of their mind at the end of this damn episode. The last time it happened, it brought about the Dark Ages. This is the end. They're like, okay, well, time to lock you up. And she's like, um, sealing me in will stop your access to the Black Amber, which will stop powering the command center. And they won't be able to seek her guidance that she has not been given a lot of thus far, but I want her to. So I hope this is a premonition for things to come. Then Macy says the witch portal will go dark. Then Maggie says we won't be able to portal to save witches. Ma'am. 
ma'am. Maggie then begins to lose focus and collapses from a panic attack and once again visually style uh, the choice that they used I approved of. Viv in her hydrogen base uh, is showing Ivan the prism a device that works like a wand but is a fashion accessory that can also siphon magic and she uses it to punish Ivan for all of his back talk calling her a failure and has him petrified is what i believe they called i said stoned (laughs) until they gave it a word i was like oh that's what that was her second in command seems uncharacteristically attached to saying julian's name when we never saw the two actually interact but vivian has written her nephew off as captured or defected but either way Maggie is still checking in on Jordan which is adorable who's out in the woods looking very sus and he says don't worry about him as he moves toward a house. Mel tells Mags it's okay she had a panic attack after her vision it's made her a little jumpy and that's okay and she goes and makes her mom's favorite cup of I guess tea but Maggie tells her someone is going to die today Mel she's like honey I know I know but I know one person one town over in Central City who has changed events in the universe that are predestined my name is Barry Allen I am the fastest man alive so don't worry we got this man Maggie is still super concerned about the prophecy or possibly losing one of them, but Rock Solid Mel says she won't let it happen. Nobody does it like me. They say there's no I in team, but she gonna break that mode. In the attic, Harry is taking the opportunity to bring up some valid concerns about Julian being let loose in the world where Macy opts to give him a little bit more time and doesn't think that he will double cross them. Even though you have done nothing but shit all over his life, sure Macy, I think that your heart was in the right place, but Julian was using your brain, which should also be functioning when it comes to these things. I thought it was a great twist though that I don't know what this chick's name is but the second in command was actually julian i was like oh that explained why he was he he kept talking about himself when he came on i was like oh you got you got me there you got me that was probably the highlight of the episode for me because i really did not see that's what's coming julian explains that viv is petrifying people i see we going full harry potter because they even bring up a balisisk (laughs) and explains that the heifer knows where to get more black amber and plans to today macy wants to get there to destroy the prism but he warns that viv has installed a faraday cage and magic detectors so i didn't tell them to put things like magical detectors as something vivian can have in her arsenal so you are walking around a magical basically you're gonna set off alarms brah so why do you think that you are undetected and where the hell did she get a faraday cage may i ask <laughs> uh, then they start going back and forth arguing because harry's like i don't trust your ass and macy's like i'm gonna need you to calm down 
and Julian's like I don't understand why you cursing me out and I'm taking all the risks here and then I'm like well then get your shit together get it all together and put it in a backpack all your shit so it's together once again it's not that Harry doesn't have valid points why are you bringing him up to the person you sussing <laughs> it's not like he's gonna be like you know what you got me guy you got me this is exactly what i'm gonna do and i'm just gonna admit it to you right now anyhow they um say goodbye with <laughs> julian ominously saying i'll check back in in a few hours otherwise i'm dead then mel and maggie jump in the conversation to say look harry got valid points macy i'm gonna need you to stop thinking with your guilt and trust in this fool we need to have a backup plan in case this fails no one thought that backup plan should be to secure the command center but i digress they decide that harry is going to check and verify that there is indeed a faraday cage and they are going to try to find a way to take it down and i appreciated the family moment though of hearing each other's opinion out and then very maturely coming up with a game plan i thought that was well done though they rather glossed over the fact that harry and macy both accused each other of being in their feelings like is that going to be the excuse every time y'all disagree you know what you're in your feelings macy introduces harry to earbugs and she should patent that because it's adorable and i'm glad they show that she's doing something with her spare time that she would be interested in further developing this is something that's a really great trait i hope they show more of in the future however i will say the execution of the earbugs they kind of were like earplugs and if they were indeed supposed to be him in her head or her in his head there might have been a little bit more to it but that's just my own nitpick of expectation there is a nice hasty scene where he acknowledges that they're at a pause but once this is over she says we will finish that sentence feedback and rona destroyed our kiss julian is busted by viv trying to sneak around and steal the prism she now wears as an accessory like she's the next thanos <laughs> or worse she is the busted ass granny version <laughs> Beyonce in the single ladies video because if you liked it then you should have put a ring on it if you liked it then you should have put a ring on it don't be mad once you see that he wants it because if you liked it then you should have put a ring on it and for a second I gave Julian some credit because she's like you trying to steal this and he's like yep and the charm ones are coming and I have a plan to stop them make a u-turn let's keep our enemies guessing back to that conversation in a bit we have harry showing up and harry bruh if it looks like a faraday cage and when you touch it it reacts like a faraday cage why would you try to orb through it like it's not a faraday cage then i got distracted by them leather gloves and him smacking my ass with them you know what to do with that big fat butt wiggle 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 so he calls headquarters to be like yeah so there is a faraday cage and macy's like ha julian was telling the truth and maggie's like and then what happens is because it's been like an hour and it was a 15 minute job macy Here in my 
gonna stay in the exact same place and monitor things as Mel deciphers the turn the tide spell that will let them take down the wall of the Faraday cage, but it requires a Sagernaut crystal and a coven to hold the spell, which is the power of three. Of course, we're coven. Maggie has another breakdown about someone dying and her ability to hold up under the pressure and Mel tells her we got this with Macy kind of putting in a very lukewarm cosign and I will say Macy you got to get in there man put get yourself in there tag in I know you know Mel's had this on lock for a very long time but that's your blood man get in there and start giving her some knowledge try you <laughs> was looking like uh i kind of know i fucked that up but at the same time i'm not gonna go chase her and make it better jordan why are you running around the woods sir this is a mystery i guess we will find out next episode hopefully maggie calls because she needs to talk from him because her sisters suck at it she asks him to be careful because once again someone's gonna die today wasn't me again because it kind of feels like it's me again because <laughs> i'm doing some sus stuff she asks how he avoided panicking in Afghanistan and he tells her not to focus on the present and focus on the task in front of you. Breathe and live in the moment. I'm gonna need Jordan to be around the sisters more. He needs to go ahead and make babies with maggie whatever they need to do maybe they're too young to make babies but they definitely can benefit from his words of wisdom because he definitely seems to have more life experience than all of them put together and this is what she needed though instead of platitudes then again none of the sisters are licensed health professionals and i wonder could this be the descent or the disconnect that will spell doom for the sisterhood and it's not to say that mel specifically did not give her good advice she just needed something further she didn't need to be made to feel better or to be comforted in the way of being protected she needed something real some raw advice to really get her through a huge thing that she is trying to overcome and that's where I made the joke of they really aren't healthcare providers and they they may not know what to say because they all seem to go to other people when they need that type of actual uh, knowledge base. I don't know where I'm going with that other than it could possibly be something to look out for in the future. Jordan is still looking sus and has something in glowy in a pouch. It seems to be in a hurry, but at least he's dressed for the weather. Mel calls Ruby for her crystal she had on her nightstand by the bed they used to have sex in, which was the ploy to get her to start thinking about their relationship together. I see you, Mel. I see what you're doing. But Ruby ain't fooled by the ploy to get her to see her once again after she went ghost and asked what's up because she's like, oh, you can get this crystal anywhere. They're selling it behind the counter at the concession stand. And she's like, look, someone's going to die today. <laughs> so 
like, oh, do you think it's gonna be you, Mel? I was thoroughly distracted by the fact that she had a lightning bolt necklace. Ah. I miss the flash so much. I can't believe I have to wait until March because they gonna give me this Superman shit I didn't ask for. Back to Julian and Viv. If he was smart, he would have said, I'm Julian and tried to play it from that angle. Instead, he tries to continue his ruse as being this other chick and it shows that he is not smart he is indeed a soggy piece of bread and doesn't understand what magical detectors are apparently Viv knows I don't know who you are but you ain't who I think you are and that's when he gives up and be like we were supposed to be helping humanity aunt and then she's like Julian ah shit that bitch turned you you got turned by the pussy and then he's like no i got turned by the fact that you lied about rosemary and that was some very very fucked up shit that you did there that's your own niece ma'am you just made me believe that your own niece was getting better and she is still an absolute nutter vegetable also that you can control me so no i think i have a reason to be just a little bit angry but viv says we will help humanity by becoming the apex predator okay trump trump women right there he tries to use his authority but really doormat viv's eyes turn red and so long good night sorry this was a very long acted and ridiculously long scene that should have been cut way earlier than it was because <laughs> it just had the camera on her on him he i mean well you just go stand there run do it fight back she's an old crone her bones probably are made of chalk beat her ass let me calm down before i lose my voice the sisters do the turn the tide spell though why the knife in the palm i hate it you need like two drops of blood why can't you just prick yourselves let's all prick ourselves that because there's just no repairing you need to have harry roll over and be like white light of how uh hear you no <laughs> anyhow the crystal is so damn huge <laughs> and then i said that's what she said <laughs> and harry successfully orbs inside when the girls bring down the wall which that was super cool harry gets inside and finds that viv has drained all the magical creatures of their power and now has reached ap status macy tells him you need to get the hell up out of there but he's committed so she won't let him do it alone and she's coming to him but mel talks sense into her saying you know there's this thing called the faraday cage and we need three people to get the wall down but mel is or macy is not about to lose him to this white bitch so maggie suggests starting it up and then passing it off to them but y'all know she was gonna go after him regardless so why do we even need to argue the point she then leaves and mel and maggie are able to hold it up but it turns out that it starts to reverse on mel's power and she starts to burn out from the inside so mel tells her or maggie tells her to let go it's not my fault you have so many m names and it's up to maggie macy 
find the empty case and a dying julian who apologizes and the way in which harry responded to his death was me like shit i was gonna hail him but thank god he died already macy confronts viv but only gets uh compromised and their location is given away to her and then she comes back to the odd scene of julian's death like he decided to put him on his side like we needed that and then back to the headquarters they go and then there's some weird cut that before they went to headquarters that didn't make a whole lot of sense nor did once they got back to headquarters them all sitting around as if we haven't a established that viv knows where the black amber is b macy has given away their location and c the shit ain't over because in the words of lenny kravitz baby it ain't over until it's over over where is the fucking urgency is basically what i wanted in this scene i did like that they rightfully praised the badassery that is maggie then because they see themselves in danger on an actual board do they snap back into reality and decide to seal up the pathway and then we have the crone coming in and getting her hands on the black amber then she reappears as the conqueror because all the rest of them were knocked out and i will say that play setting was so very obvious (laughs) i hate it so much and i know why it had to be there so i'm less just commentaring than criticizing i will not hold any distance between you because that's just the world in which we live in but you could make it just a little bit less obvious then i will say the conqueror was pretty easily destroyed by the power of three as it's too much to hold for one person okay 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 but since i also did not really care i was fine with it then i got my hasty hug then one of them said it's finally over and i'm like so many tears i got so much pain inside baby it ain't over till it's over then Pac is seen being the only person in the entire fandom who is mourning julian and jordan comes in to maggie's surprise being like where you been at he's like not here i gotta tell you somewhere else (laughs) i'm not having i don't have anything in this bag right here i'm just holding it really close (laughs) and then he tells her later look i think i have gotten out of my curse i got something that abby wanted in exchange for the list and she's like abby and he's like don't worry about it sis that's my business it's not your business (laughs) and i gotta do what i gotta do and she's like oh it's not a burden worrying about you i'd be worried about you even if i wasn't and these goobers make hard eyes at each other and then we're back on they shit don't hurt me don't hurt me no more yeah in the 
most disrespectful scene ever in which i hollered and cheered was when harry turned to macy and it's like so you know i understand that this may be affecting you and i want to respect your feelings because jillian was a good person she's like yeah he was and he's like if, if you need some space and she's like um i need a night alone with you julian's ghost in the damn window hands pressed up against the damn glass with his face looking in don't stop But let's back up and pause and take a long appreciative moment of Rupert Evans in them damn jeans and that shirt standing like that. God damn! I was immediately and viscerally turned on and instantly jealous of Macy. Apparently Mel and Ruby have forgotten all about that conversation from last season and have decided to remix the version of that night because... They just giving each other eyes and Mel's going in for the kiss and she admits, yeah, I just wanted to see you before and possibly I die. (laughs) Then Ruby starts coughing up ash that Harry can't heal. And oh, what's this? Was no one taking guardian notes? Y'all didn't leave a magigram? Y'all didn't check on the goddamn room that's like two feet from your asses? now they look in on the tree and be like what the shit because homie said that if a human being touches this then the whole entire world will be poisoned so when you said it ain't over it is what it is it is what it is (laughs) and that's how we end the episode some minor points um I i like the idea that both witches and demons are affected by this so that can make for some interesting fellows and keep abby a relevant plot point i see what y'all did there i'm okay with it i don't think i hate abby as much as maybe other people do in the fandom and she wasn't even in this episode so i think they're probably going to use her better uh utilized than they did last year i think maybe she was a little too overly utilized last year just in the wrong way like i'm really glad they're done with the whole triangle shit because that is so unnecessary they sure as shit dropped the whole rosemary plot line with the white letters like hot toast and even that uh jimmy's girlfriend (laughs) or whoever she was supposed to be they're like yeah we erased her memory told her it doesn't magic doesn't exist and 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 put her across the globe like that's also very cruel because girl probably don't have no money no i i don't know i don't know i don't really care but you you get where i was going on that um so yeah i guess that whole storyline's either gone not coming back are we gonna see celeste again gonna see the guardian uh i thought i saw peyton list but i was thinking of the girl from lost and i was thinking she was gonna show up and be abby's sister and i might have liked that so now i kind of want it to happen that's all my thoughts Let's jump into the feedback.
we have two written and one audio so i'm gonna start off with one of the written feedbacks from liliana long time no see damn they really just put that in the title (laughs) yes someone's gonna die hello it's been a while since i had a chance to write in about a show since i know 2020 was a special year i'm just going to say i hope the television or movies you got to watch since i last came around your podcast were entertaining you know i really like the utopia version that was canceled by jillian flynn and now i have my patreons real talk reaction shout out whoop whoop um watching it and (laughs) it only makes me ever the more sad because they really like it and i'm like oh why did i have to come out at such a bad time but alas there also were fans of the original that were shitting all over it everywhere and that's how sometimes good tv gets ruined she continues i wasn't sure you were going to pick up season three of charm so i wanted to see if you did a review for the first episode oh yeah i like this show i know me and me was talking about she's like did you like the first two episodes i'm like yeah i like them just fine <laughs> i don't have very high cw expectations but you know uh it's entertaining it was also here it was awesome hearing your take on the show and the characters this was such a good episode i really don't know if this is what they planned to show us last season but man it makes me feel something like vindicated for all the fans who kept saying the show was just building up to something in the finale not that i appreciated all the hasty is that faffing i don't know what that means about (laughs) maybe that's a new word (laughs) she said the hasty faffing about but apparently that's something that's being cut back on yes so yay still though it kind of sucks to think about the damage they did with that to themselves with the fans who got fed up and decided to quit before the episode hopefully this series can live up to the potential it has in my opinion before someone cancels it well it did get renewed for season four so and i think that was pretty much in the last couple of days if i recall a lot of the cw shows got renewed so i mean i think that it's doing what it needs to do let's not pretend that supernatural had the highest numbers (laughs) i feel like they have done a better job at splitting the screen time for the sisters per episode true despite that each sister getting a focus per episode i have said mel is currently my favorite sister but i love that maggie got to be the mvp this episode she kicked ass and i love watching her do it I love that Charmed has given the empath slash passive powered person such an important role in each season. It is interesting to see them not forgetting her panic attacks and see them incorporating them into her storylines more. It's cute that she was worried about Jordan too. I see people worried over Abigail trying to seduce Jordan, but please, we know Jordan and Maggie are nearly a sure thing if for some reason they don't end up together later on in the series they have some amazing bro tp energy i think she admitted her feelings for him and he clearly has feelings for her but he's not gonna rush he also knows that she just got out of a serious relationship in which her ex-fiance died so you, you you're gonna give someone a little bit more space and all the stuff that she's gone through in the last year or so um to kind of find who who they want to be and he's kind of like i'm gonna be here for you when you're ready but if you're not ready or maybe you'll never be ready that's okay too we're still friends 
on the male side of things it's nice to see the show credit mel for her resilience over all the things she's faced thinking about it mel hasn't had an easy life we all have our bias when it comes to sisters and opinions on who is the leader of the group but in my opinion mel definitely fits that label despite some other things macy and maggie bring to the table but i feel like one the show doesn't really intend for there to be a defined leader i agree with that statement because that's exactly what i was going to say and two the discussion about pros and cons of the sisters is best left for some other place in time i don't buy male dying but maybe it leads to her unlocking her powers again mm, that would be i would like to see a lot more with Mel this season i will say that regardless of me knowing it's highly unlikely of her dying i still freak the fuck out whenever they have implied she is in danger i didn't think i would end up agreeing with harry when the whole talk about trusting julian thing began but he made a good point about the magical creatures being needed to be freed it's too bad they were too late by the time they infiltrated but harry was right on that i know julian was probably too far gone but it straight up looked like he hesitated to heal julian and that is my headcanon now because petty jealous harold did you say hard told <laughs> harold is a thing that we have seen in previous episodes no he was more like i will do this because i'm a white lighter i don't want to do this because i still don't like yes you still like used some of my people and you didn't seem all that sorry for it until macy called you out on it you weren't sorry until you was locked up and she was like look she um actually lied to you about rosemary if rosemary was fine you was down with magical creatures dying so he was the one that was reminding everybody that just because you feel bad doesn't mean he don't deserve what he get r.i.p julian he just wanted to date a pretty smart buff <laughs> not afraid to speak her mind about thing woman and he ends up getting killed by aunt juiced up on all sorts of magic after being lied to about his sister for who knows how long that's a pretty way or bad way to go at least people killed in slasher films aren't being killed by the people who raised them which brings me to my next thing around the time they started the chant with the crystal i got total horror slash slasher film vibes it was fantastic I was ready for Viv to jump out at Harry. Little did I know it would be Macy who got got. (laughs) I didn't realize or really realize it, but by the time Viv looked into Macy's head, the show had me legit worried and scared with Viv. Yeah, the the fight felt anticlimactic with how fast it went, but overall Viv was kicking their asses, so them jumping to their most powerful spell felt necessary. I really thought Harry was dead. He got blown back two stories over a metal railing. <laughs> that must not feel good. I feel like he could just heal himself. Heal himself. <laughs> now I'm thinking about misfits. <laughs> and that involved a crystal too. <sighs> the things I crack myself up with. I'm hoping with Viv dead, the faction arc is done and I can just look forward to season three stuff. I think they pretty much are like, we're bored with this. <laughs> that's how they wrapped up that story i like that macy is creating magical gadgets i like that they had a magical explanation for nadia nadia's actress peyton list taking on julian's role and maggie and mel remain the biggest hasty shippers oh that was peyton list oh nadia was her name i forgot that quick if that doesn't show their love for macy and harry i don't know what does 
i hope they can manage to keep the momentum from these two episodes going even after the break from the super bowl i know there's probably going to be some not so great episodes but i'm hoping we get some other banger episodes now it's been a while since i've written it out but peace hair grease and black girl magic i got you girl i got you i hope they keep the momentum i'm i'm happy with this beat you know um not all of them are going to be perfect not every episode of the flash is perfect but hey if you can give me a medium season with these expectations in which i have going in (laughs) then i'm content you got me you got a fan and quite frankly i can look at rupert evans just twirling flowers and if that's what i need to do for 40 minutes of my day on uh, a sunday monday because it's technically monday when i watch this typically then you know that's not a bad waste of 40 minutes you know i spent just as much time trying to get myself off so hey you know maybe shut me up what up christina it's mimi sending in feedback for charmed season three this is for episodes one and two i'm just gonna go character by character i've been trying to get this feedback out for the last couple of days but i just i don't know it's just something about this season that's boring me i don't know if it's because of the they're trying to have a continuation between you know the season finale for two and now they're trying to close that out so they can have the new story that they were clearly working on and i'm assuming that um this is how it was supposed to end last season we just you know covid kind of messed that up and maybe it's the gap between that's causing me to not have a lot of interest but i've just been having a hard time trying to watch these daggone episodes especially this last one i started watching it after i watched the expanse because i wanted to try and get get feedback um to you because i saw it wasn't posted yet but i just i kept getting bored i i really don't know what it is um i don't know like i listened to your um podcast on season the season three opener you know and i guess you know seeing it from your point of view and jaylee's i'm just i don't know i'm just not interested um i did however have to agree with you on the pairing of jordan and abby and i love that the writers made it absolutely freaking clear that jordan was not interested in abby at all like bitch don't even look at me i don't even want you breathing your demon breath by me this is strictly business i need your help i can help you but i am not sexually interested in you at all i ain't (laughs) i am not hairy um i'm not even gonna jump in your snatch i don't want anything to do with you and it's not gonna happen so i think that is what solidified their um platonic partnership and i actually liked it because i think they're trying to redeem abby i just the whole the whole you know being evil then trying to be good and then being evil again like i don't like storylines like that if you're gonna make a person evil from the beginning and then you want us to you want us to forgive them because you're making them redeemable don't have them backslide because that's every character i i've ever disliked 
even when they try to do good and they did do good the bad stuff they did always outweighed the good to me because they went went bad then they started to be good and you you were trying to see okay they're trying to do better they're actually you know more she's more human than she is demon and then she went all demonized again and the only reason that now she's trying to be good is because the whole demon shit didn't work out like i can't i'm not okay with stuff like that i've never been it makes me think about um i used to love the vampire diaries and i watched the spinoff uh the originals and i even watched uh legacies um but klaus michelson he was a terrible terrible villain like he did some pretty shitty things um and you know then they did the spinoff and then they tried to have us act like he's a good person yes he became a dad but that don't erase all of the evil shit he did I can't be okay with that. I felt that way about uh, Stefan and I felt that way about Damon. But anyway, I digress. Um, I just, I don't know if I'm ever going to be an Abby fan. Um, I know she's a main character now and that's fine. I don't have to like every character, but I do think her being with Jordan will make me actually pay attention to the storyline because if she was just by herself or she was being catty going back and forth with uh macy or even like flirting with um sorry i got a phone call in the middle of that of course i waited thinking they would call me you know before 12 like they told me but of course they called me at almost one anyway i think i was talking about the sisters oh Oh yeah, about um, Abby flirting with with Mel and being catty with Macy. Um, it's just, you know, I got sick of that and I don't want to see it anymore. So I, I think it was smarter than to put her with Jordan and then make it absolutely clear that it was not anything sexual and it never would be. All of that, great. Um, but we didn't get a lot of that in this second episode. Um, and I don't know what it is about Maggie. Like, she is being a badass, but she's very, I don't know, she's acting, she's acting, I don't know, powerless? I don't know. She was very, whiny isn't the right word, but it's the only word coming to me right now. But in this episode, she just seemed, like, distraught. And it was, I felt like it was misplaced. Like, I understand that you're, you just had a premonition that someone is going to die. But I just feel like the Maggie from season two like when she was with Jordan, like, fuck that. I'm not letting that happen. And she's going to be determined. But she was just having panic attacks. Like, I know that's something she used to have when she was younger. And they introduced that and that's fine. But I felt like her being around Jordan, they came up with ways for her to, you know, dial it back. And yes, eventually she called him and he gave her good advice. But I just, I didn't like, I didn't like the way she was acting in this episode. Um, I, I felt like, you know, between her and Mel, one of them should have been more take charge and I don't understand why Mel would be the one to assume that she was gonna die like I I'm not sure um and that's that's a whole nother story but I like I said it was kind of boring and I did um I do you know I love me some Hasty, but I just felt like you know we didn't get much of them you know talking about their relationship and i get shit was happening the apocalypse blah 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 blah. but when isn't some shit always happening i feel like we could have had a like a couple of throwaway lines or something you know to give us hope um 
what else oh and julian i guess i just assumed he was gonna die at the end of this so that death wasn't really a surprise to me it's kind of effed up that his aunt killed him but i'm not surprised on that either i personally would have preferred if the villainous was the other way around i don't know why i wanted vivian to be the one being manipulated by julian <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i just thought that would have been a good plot twist and him turning out to be a decent guy that is actually i always thought he was a decent guy just from the way he acted from the beginning even after he found after macy dumped him and in his reaction when he saw maggie i think it was maggie and mel in in his facility like he didn't come across as an evil guy so like i said it didn't really surprise me that he turned out to be a good guy from beginning to end i did how i did like you know the shape shifting thing where they use nadia's face for julian you know maybe my problem is i felt like because this is a continuation from episode or i'm sorry season two this the finale like this is the finale for that i felt like things wrapped up too fast like it was just she got the the glove and now she's in you know sucking up all the power like it just i don't know it just didn't flow very well to me i know i'm all over the place but i didn't write notes for this because like i said i have been trying to watch this since wednesday and i got i would get through like 15 minutes of it pause it to do something and then just never come back to it and then i told myself if if uh christina hadn't podcasted by the morning on this i was gonna do it no matter what but it was really hard for me to get through this episode it was not very interesting to me and i i do get the feeling that i'm by myself on this and that's fine but i just i loved the original charmed and i loved this reboot because even though it's the same premise it's not the same but it's still got stuff i love magic you know mythical creatures witches like those are all in it for me and then to see you know we got some pocs in there like everything about this charm is it for me so i don't want to give up on it and i don't know if it's just you know me dealing with work and just being tired or you know reeling from watching a fabulous show i literally just watched this uh, right before this like when i decided i was gonna finally watch watch it was the beginning or i watched it after i watched the expanse and this show is my favorite so i mean apart from the flash who isn't back yet the expanse is all i had to look forward to so i like charmed but this this these last these last two seasons have or these last two episodes have not been that interesting to me but i really think it's just that there was such a big gap you know i don't remember stuff that happened last season i didn't do a rewatch and that might be my issue um and i i can take part in that and i can you know if i'm wrong i'm wrong you know if i see this next episode i think it's i think it's gonna be they're gonna skip a week and then for the 14th of february when it comes back and then it's the bomb like i i get you know vivian ruined the black amber the trees dying magical creatures are dying poor ruby's coughing smoke and poor harry almost passed out trying to heal her so it's clearly something that he can't fix um so i'm uh i'm i guess what's the word i'm looking for hopeful i'm hopeful that i'm wrong i want to be wrong ladies like believe me 
I want to be wrong. <laughs> I, I like this show. I want to love it. So um, I'm definitely going to stick with it. But, you know, just FYI, it's your podcast on a Monday. My shifts are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and I work 12 hours. Lately, the last month, I've been working 14 hours, and I've been getting home at like 10 a.m. after being at work since 7 p.m. the the night before, and getting about three to four hours of sleep before I got to get up because of this damn snow. So the likelihood of me watching it before you podcast is very, very slim, but I will try to be on time if I can get it in. If not, I'll just try and my feedback it'll just be a week behind but that's fine like I said I hope I'm wrong um I I do have a I I should say it's a prediction I have a like a a wish um because right now if I remember correctly Harry is the only white lighter left in this entire world I hope that they start creating more white lighters they figure out a way to do that and Jordan becomes one because he would be a really good white lighter not necessarily I don't want him to not be on the show and if him being a white lighter he has to be another witch's white lighter and then he can't be around his sister anymore I don't want that I just want him to be a white lighter with him to have magical powers and him him to help everyone because I don't know why I get the feeling that that ghost is going to try and kill him no matter what and maybe that would be the universe's way of trying to break the curse and make him you know I can't bring you back to life but I can give you a second life something like that so anyway I'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was queen Mimi's thoughts on the episode so I think that you are correct that it might have been the distance between last season and this season I didn't really think a lot between (laughs) the two I was able to make a quicker bridge between the two but I definitely get what you mean that there could be a disconnect that these were really the last two episodes of last season not really the beginning of a new season so it was more like these two were to clean up the mess versus starting a story that you might find a little bit more interesting um making a redeemable arc and then backsliding yeah that could be I'm not sure I agree on the backsliding part though uh, I guess that just because that depends on your perspective of the Abby character, you know, and, and I, I think I've went back and forth many a times about what's evil, what's considered not evil. You know, um, I like to say she was evil. I mean, of course, to the people who's dead, you're like, bitch, <laughs> she killed those witches. Yes, I remember that. But their show gave us an explanation and she thought these people had came after her which someone did attack yes we can make all the justifications and arguments and it could just also not really matter to anyone it's more like if a character has to be there utilize them I don't really care (laughs) I'm not so morally inept on any character in this show too much so that I'm like (laughs) so um that's just my feelings but I can see where you're going that they did you know in your eyes kind of black slide on her but yeah I think that it's interesting seeing her with Julian because we know ain't gonna be no fuckery around this is not someone that's going to treat her like a child or or get bogged down he's like no we we have a partnership and I kind of like the fact that he's not involving the charm ones in this particular partnership because 
there's no need like this is my business you got your shit going on and yeah that that's fair then he brought up vampire diaries and i'm like girl we don't talk about that show (laughs) not at all and then those other shows you were referencing i have no idea what you're talking about maggie i know what you mean it did feel a little bit like are you crying there's no crying there's no crying in baseball so i totally get what you mean but her having a moment of anxiety and then kind of overcoming that like i said if the consistency had ran through and I, i'm for some reason i'm fairly in the same moment when i mean i was able to jump back in right away on where maggie was at to where she was at this moment i think the panic attacks and her being concerned about jordan these are adding new stressors in her life so and she become an empath so i think it kind of makes sense that she'd be a little bit more affected than she was before i think they did enough hasty for me mainly because it's the pandemic so we're not going to get those hashtag like these are clearly scenes filmed uh that they wrapped up from last season that they filmed after the pandemic thus i i, I think that they talked because i know you mentioned that hey they could have had a little bit more but i think they addressed it hey we got a lot going on and that's how it should be i don't like when people throw ma- romantic shit in and you have other urgent things going on i know what you mean with hey we're always going to be in the situation but not i mean it was bad enough that they were having a moment of just sitting there for five minutes like this chick wasn't on her way um, <laughs> i think over hasty would have been concerning for me that it will start to overtake the plot but they definitely are balancing um like liliana said the storylines a lot better between the sisters and giving everyone an appropriate amount of time julian not being evil yeah he was just too wet blanket to be evil but i i wish i could like him but i never did and then for jordan uh, hashtag white lighter i think i'm probably the only one not in that camp because i like having an actual authentic human experience with the girls and i don't want to see Pac incorporated so jordan's the only one that gets to have that maybe in like two seasons i'd be down with it but for right now i would love to see a lot more of reactionary responses for someone that doesn't involve themselves in magic around magical things that are happening i still like that way too much so last but certainly not least y'all's um really broken my vocal cords today i like it don't don't get me wrong i like it i just had to get some tea uh let me see jaylee got you here girls hey hey this episode was so great so i just want to jump right in quick side note from last week the phrase no one wants to see how the sausage gets made talks about how people don't want to know the gross things that happen to get the things they need most recently it was used in the room where it happens from hamilton let's not talk about hamilton it's been brought up four times this week and i once again am all alone in the corner going yeah i didn't like hamilton (laughs) now and look she even says it i remember you saying you don't like musicals that's actually not why i didn't like hamilton i was really down for the music i don't like when they know because this is what happens and then for the next four generations fucking kids will take hamilton and think that shit's realistic that's why i don't fucking like hamilton (laughs) and it's not 
it's just a conceit of the whole entire thing i wish i really wish i could liked it as much as everyone else did because for what it was doing yes all the way down for that i just really didn't like it as a history major it was like no <laughs> Uh, but she continues, I remember you saying you don't like musicals, which is why you may not have heard that particular line. Or maybe you're not like me, a person who has listened to Hamilton more times than she can count. So when the creepy dude that he was implying, when the creepy dude said he was implying they would see how they got the siren's tongue, if they followed him, which they assumed was not a pretty process. Ah. Also, if you haven't seen or heard Hamilton, you should stop it. Stop it. Like the rest of it, you're going to say it's amazing. I don't know. It's, it wasn't. It was not. It was, it's kind of like, I don't even want to get onto the band horse of it because it's, it's just one of those things that I am got to be like me and not like it. And y'all just be like, oh, fucking Christina. And I know, I know, but there's just some things that, are so popularized in a way that it's it, it hurts way more than just what it's supposed to be and that's the backslide of it i want to say it's just a beautiful musical written around a fictional story but unfortunately i mean and some of these people they're dealing with in history are yeah just no back to the show at hand i really like this episode it was more exciting than all of season two in my opinion if it was still part of season two, I would say it was the best episode of the season. It was face or fast paced, full of magic and satisfying. This is my weekly post pandemic weekly show that was mostly, if not entirely filmed after the pandemic started. No one asked you to come in right now. What? 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 Why are you closing the door? You've already opened it. You've already stopped me. What? 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 okay but you knew that before you opened the door so what do you want okay i was sounding happy now i'm sounding frustrated because you opened the door so now that you oh what do you want ma'am you didn't want anything that's why you but you didn't want anything what so just tell me <laughs> she's like motherfucker i knocked on the door Come in here. <laughs> she had to tell me absolutely nothing, and I know it. That's why she ran another way. She's like, um, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm about to interrupt. <laughs> this is my first weekly post-pandemic show, weekly show that was mostly, if not entirely, filmed after the pandemic started. So thank you for letting me know that. So I'm still not used to the no kissing displays of intimacy. Rashly, as a human who works from home and consistently hates every moment of it, I understand that Hasty slash Maggie slash Jordan slash Ruby slash or ex Belle can't kiss right now. But I'm so used to random kisses and standing close and being hugged up that this is an uncharted territory for me. It's also a reminder of what's going on in the real world. Normally, shows allude to real world events to have a commentary about them, but now it's something that's affecting the world of the show. I wonder if with the vaccine, they'll get back to that point. Do you have any other filmed post-COVID shows that you're watching? How do you stop your brain from playing the look at all the ways they don't kiss game? <laughs> Those earbuds were gross, but effective and creative. Great job, writers. 
I noticed it on FBI. I noticed it on 911 thus far, but I haven't watched anything else yet. I noticed it in this show significantly. I will say it's only weird because I know if we did get our way, there would be a lot more raunch going on because we know the directors love the raunch. So, or the producers or whoever, showrunners, I guess that's who they're called. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's okay for, it's not bothersome. Like when I get back to Flash, I might be like, no, but I will say, Grant and Candace can play it without being hissing because we don't get a whole bunch anyway. <laughs> so maybe that also trained my mind. Let's talk about the things I didn't like. Not much really. Julian Steph was weird and I don't know why he wasn't actually there until I saw a tweet after the episode. So considering the circumstances, it was done pretty well. Oh, so he wasn't there? I thought it was a little weird that they were showing him talking, but he wasn't showing his face. And I was like, what the fuck is this about? I think I wish we could have gone more of a confrontation between him and Viv about what they did. Speaking of Vivian, this is a gripe about the second season altogether, but I really wish we could have seen her progression more. Maybe her motivations or something, right? Was she so cold that she could or would kill Julian so quickly, right? She was like, you guys made me do this because he cared about you. No, you was playing mind games before we even met. Did she really ever actually care about him? Was he the one who introduced her to magic or did she plant the seed within him within him to pursue it? Was her being the big bad without Julian's knowledge just convenient because of the circumstances? I'm just going to be real honest. I don't think they decided because they write the show as they go. So it was more like, this seems good, but maybe let's plot twist it and have everyone guessing and then do the obvious thing and then give absolutely no backstory to it. But at the same time, I didn't care that much. Maybe I'm just looking for a villain who has deeper motivation than I want power because I'm evil. I want power because I'm a white woman and I voted for Trump. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. It would have been nice if they revealed the prism earlier and had Viv siphoning magic with it throughout the season. Agree with that 100%. She was a real badass and legit threat. It would have been interesting to get to know her better, the Guardian. I don't dislike the Guardian. I dislike that this was the second time we saw her. I kind of wish they had used her more last season, yes. I don't know how much knowledge she has or what her limits are, but I think she could have been an asset for more of the season. Yes, let's put her more in this season because you said she can use her for advice. It'd be nice if she gave some. The Super Bowl, because it's keeping me... (laughs) (laughs) from having episode three next week oh so i guess i don't have to worry about filming that one because i don't keep up with the schedule whatsoever when it comes to when they take breaks people have to just tell me and i never watch the super bowl i never watch it even for the commercials i used to watch it for the commercials but now i stopped even doing that it's like uh i don't really care what happens here Now, if I was in a relationship and I had a man and he wanted to watch the Super Bowl, I would usually vote for the team. That's the underdog and I would compromise. But there's no males here. There's no penis in this house. Thus, I will not be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. I will probably be watching something on Netflix. Uh, I honestly think it's for the dislikes (laughs) or that's it for the dislikes. 
now for the likes the betrayal of maggie's anxiety season one the stakes were high but they were under a lot of stress with their personal lives i think i mean the familiarity of hilltown and school was a grounding force for maggie now they're in a new town they're constantly in danger with no time to breathe she doesn't have any of her friends or activities she used to have that would distract her from her charm duties i'm glad they haven't shied away from showing her anxiety and her learning how to deal with it I'm also glad they are strengthening her friendship with Jordan and that he's helping her through everything. Macy's hair. It's long, luxurious, beautiful. I love it. The magic. They use a lot of magic this episode and I'm here for it. That's true. I hope they continue the trend with the rest of the season and I hope they remake the Book of Shadows. That last part wasn't relevant to this episode, just a thought I had. I'm here for them using magic all the time. Harry's gloves. Thank you thank you i'm not the only one that noticed he looked like a badass with them on yes that's why i wanted him to smack my ass with them gloves on and i will wiggle whatever i have in his direction they were a nice touch that little effect when they showed the lights from the barrier around fort easton reflect in harry's eyes it was small but cool yeah there were some really good directional um choices in this episode that i did really like mel and ruby are growing on me i don't know if it you know what they were rather stale to me this episode if i'm being honest i don't know if it would work or could work with ruby being super against magic and mel being about that charmed one life but i do like them also don't forget that or forget to put ruby coughing up dust in your was that (laughs) was they avoid kissing bingo card i thought mel was going to let ruby help since having more witches means having a larger coven but she didn't well i would i thought that too but then i thought what would be the point of her giving (laughs) that speech if she just jumped right back in the vanquish i don't know how much more of a light a fight it could have been but a magical fight would have been nice what can i say i like for big action scenes it's why i love godzilla that was just so random <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> Run! it's Godzilla but what we got was cool too and inventive the fact that they had the ingredients and spell ready for the door ahead of time I like the forward thinking the Nadia switch I know they changed it because the pandemic but it worked within the narrative of the show the hasty snuggles my shipper heart sword the setup for the next episode i think it's la- the last of season two episodes so i'm interested to see what it sets up for the rest of the season oh i did not know that questions how did macy find harry in that fort girl it's love <laughs> of course she found him uh what would these episodes have looked like without covid probably a lot more hasty fucking i can't help but wonder why did viv need the amber if she siphoned the magic of all those creatures because you know more money more problems i don't know once you get power you always want more couldn't she just use that maybe i didn't completely understand how that worked i didn't really care because it looked like that oh 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 i was laughing at that joke for a really long time <laughs> is there a reason we haven't seen macy's powers recently like maybe 
budgetary or time constraint reasons probably because she should have easily defeated <laughs> Viv not maybe easily because she did drain all the but we could have had a fight where did Viv get the demon powers from did they establish what creature could do the things she was able to do this is why she also needs to get her demon powers back so she could do that black fog shit actually I don't think that's a demon thing that's that one creature they found because I remember that episode uh what do you think is going to happen next i have no fucking idea i just ride this train like i said i really like this episode and i hope they keep this energy up for the rest of the season now i'm gonna go do some homework i should have done last week y'all talk about homework and i'm like oh my god i can't even peace hair grease and black girl magic y'all stay uh in school get them grades get that money get that money get that money somebody gotta do it for the people y'all do it for the people all right i need some more tea my throat is starting to get really scratchy so i will wrap this up if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackoutcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast wherever good podcasts can be found my social media will be below until next time peace hair grease black on magic